This has been an episode that I have been wanting to record for some time now, and I feel that it is the correct time since the Sugar Hut, which was my bakery of five years, is officially closed. So here's the full story. I'm Siobhan Lave, coach and strategist to bakers. I help bakers move from feeling overwhelmed, juggling all the things, to being the CEO of their business. Maybe you've started baking as a hobby and you're at a point where this hobby is now turning into a business. Or you've already turned your passion for baking into a business, but you're looking to get to the next level. Buttercream recipes, cake tutorials, and sugar cookie classes can only get you so far. It takes real business skills and marketing strategies to be a successful business. When you're ready to become the CEO of your business and work on your business rather than in it, join me here where I share with you industry secrets that I've learned from marketing and business courses, working with mentors and coaches, and my experiences of almost a decade in the baking industry. This is the CEO Baker Podcast. All right. Thank you so much for being here. As always, I really appreciate you listening, pressing play, and listening to these stories that I have to deliver. So today, today is one that's definitely near and dear to my heart as it has to do with the closing of my bakery, of which I've had for nearly five years, which was my bakery, but then in business for nearly eight. So it's been nearly a decade And it's basically all I knew for some time, right? If you want to hear the full story of the evolution of the Sugar Hut, definitely give episode one a listen and you'll learn how we basically started. But for today's purposes, I am just going to take it back to the bakery since the bakery was the big, huge closure closure. And yes, we're closing the entire business, but the bakery was the biggest impact. So we opened the bakery in 2016. And it was always a dream of mine. It was a huge dream. You know, someone who had a baking business was the, you know, hitting, what is it called? Like hitting the jackpot is basically owning a bakery. And so owning a bakery, you don't realize it has a lot of highs and lows, like tons of highs and lows. Um, You don't realize how much you actually have to work in the bakery because I mean you're going to realize quickly that labor is intense just just everything everything from moving from a home bakery to a brick and mortar it just increases expenses tremendously so anyway I have kind of I have struggled um not like I mean because I'm so (sighs) I think you you guys heard about this in in a few episodes, but I am definitely like always keeping track of my finances. So it's never been like a financial struggle with me, but it has been a struggle where it's like I depended on income generated from the bakery, right? And so it was something that I truly, truly needed. However, what I found is the bakery actually came to a point, like I was able to grow the business so much that 
I was able to finally get that time and financial freedom. I was able to focus more on my efforts of marketing and, you know, growing the business since now I was no longer running the day-to-day operations. I feel like, in fact, this is something that I have done an Instagram live, but I feel like oftentimes we believe that we have to or we must be the ones still producing because it's our business. But the thing is, <laughs> hello, the CEO Baker, the thing is your true magic belongs as a CEO. That is where you can truly experience business growth and true financial and time freedom. So when I was able to focus on marketing and business, of course, I expected and seen a growth and that allowed me to kind of step back. And because I am the systems queen and I love systems in my baking business, things are pretty much automated. Like there was a few things that I, that, you know, still only I could do, but it began to feel a little boring. (laughs) And it was boring because I'm like, oh gosh, like it's such like, I don't want to be running these books. Like, I mean, I do, but it's like, it's boring. I've done it for how many years? It's the same old process. Like I need something more. And it was even to a point that I had created so much time for myself that I went and I worked for someone else. You guys, I don't think I've told you guys this. I think there's a few people who know this, but I helped another small business with their marketing. And it was then that I realized like, okay, one, I freaking love this marketing stuff. Like I tweak out on this kind of stuff. I just like to see like a whole marketing funnel and the roadmap. I love to see those things. I love to forecast. I love to know that there's a plan, right? However, I noticed that because I was putting all my efforts into this other small business, my business didn't get much attention. And I realized like, okay, I can never let my foot off this marketing sales funnel, right? Marketing is something you constantly have to be focusing on. So anyway, stopped that and went back into my business and made sure that I was, you know, that marketing was on par and I was focusing on true business growth strategies. And then I began to make this circle again. And I just wanted to share, like, I am so so grateful for the sugar hut so grateful for this business grateful that I was able to take a chance and bet on myself to believe that I could generate revenue and this had like significantly impacted my lifestyle we were able to go on trips and I'm not saying it's just because of the sugar hut my husband also has a really great job but it's be you know we've we never used to be able to go on trips and it was something that we could do like frequently like more than once a year before i couldn't even fathom paying for four seats to go to an outer island it was just a little too much for me but now we're booking sh- trips frequently and that is definitely lo- definitely my love language I love to create new experiences for my family. Another thing we did was contribute majorly to our savings. 
I mean, sometimes we'd have a savings, but oftentimes it wouldn't last very long because we'd always find ourselves dipping it, dipping into it for some reason. Another thing that we were able to do was we were able to put away 20% of our retirement or 20% of our income into our retirement accounts. And that was just mind blowing, you know? <laughs> and just to think that, okay, we are working today for our future. We were able to pay off our vehicles, pay off our mortgage in a little more or a little less than half the time that it would have taken. There is still one bill that I have left, which I am being stubborn about paying down. But yeah, so that is just financially a way how this bakery business had really impacted our lives. And so one thing always remained constant, regardless if I was, I was going to say like younger, but really I wasn't a great student in high school. So since I was in college, I'll say that till now. And the thing that remained constant was my eagerness and my love of learning. To this day, I continue to invest in myself because I look at everything as an ROI, your return on investment. And I believe that learning, I mean, you can learn so much things, right? And I do, yes, love learning, but learning is nothing if you're not taking action. Please note that I need you guys to also take action. But what I did was I invested in a lot. I invested in a lot of courses, in a lot of seminars, and masterminds and all those things. And I reached a point where I continued to like, I consumed so much that I had to find a way to let it out. I couldn't keep it to myself. I am definitely an oversharer. And you will learn that in the content club because I share everything. I am an open book. Like I want everyone to win. And so one way I could share it was I started with an accountability partner, which is also on this episode, not on this episode, but on this podcast. I then like reached out a little bit further and I gathered some of our close friends and I was like, let's create our own mastermind group, right? So that was something that I led. Um, Then let's fast or let's take it to 2018. That's when I decided or I had thought that I was finally going to do this thing, like create an online business for bakers because it was the people I was learning from was creating their own online businesses in their specialties. Right. So I saw it as a great way that I could also do it because I had all this information to share. So in 2018, that summer, I remember working really hard on creating like a website, creating content, but it never happened. I wasn't quite confident in myself and it just never fully took off. So what I did instead was I went back full force into the sugar hut and worked on myself as a leader. And I was just hands down like... (laughs) I was all into growing myself as a leader and also empowering my employees to step up. Then I noticed a change. I noticed that other people started contacting me. So now people were asking if I could speak on stage, speak to their group, speak to their their organization, um, do a write-up for like a small business association. I had nonprofit agencies contacting me to teach a class 
And these were things that were just happening organically. <laughs> I don't even know how how they put two and two together. Actually, I do know some. Some know. I, I want to say it just began for my love of sharing, like sharing information. And that was when I realized that, you know what? Maybe I can do this. And maybe I can actually really do this thing, like this online business thing, because other people can see it too. Then 2020 happened and COVID happened. And what I did during that time was I let go of a lot of my responsibilities. I am someone who loves to be in control, but I let go because at that moment, Yes, Sugar Hut needed me, but Sugar Hut needed me in a different way. It did not need me to be baking cakes. It did not need me to open a store. It needed me to put my CEO hat on and like actively brainstorm and strategize to get my business through this COVID, right? And the thing is, is it happened. Like it was freaking great where a lot of my employees had leveled up. Um, and it felt good. It felt like I was still being a leader. I could still empower my employees, yet I still had time for my family. I had time to work on whatever it is I wanted. So here comes the start of 2021. And I decided, I said it out loud. I swear things, things are crazy. You know how you like think of things in your head and you're constantly thinking of it, but the moment you actually say it out loud, like my friend Kehal always says how words are spells. That's why when you write something, it's called spelling, right? So I actually said it out loud. This is the year that I am going to open up my dang online business. Like it has to be. I have delayed this for so long that this is it. And so in February 2021, I kind of dove all in. I informed my entire team of the change. I told them that I am opening up a different business and that I see myself staying with the Sugar Hut for possibly a year more. And after that year, I'm probably going to exit out because I'm I'm looking at putting all my eggs into this basket, this online business stuff, because it's going to require a lot of me. And so the whole team was excited. They were really supportive. Um, we, we, what is that called? I, I had my baker become the bakery manager. Cause that means that I knew that I was already going to be stepping back a, a little bit more. Right. So I needed to make sure someone could manage all the things and it wasn't me. So that's what I did. I prepared for an exit plan and thought it was going to happen a year or maybe a year and a half later. And the reason why is I know how I work. The way I work is I go full force. I put in a hundred plus percent in something and I give my all until I am completely exhausted and drained. So I know that I cannot balance two things exceptionally and I just don't run half-assed businesses, right? So I continued to work on it. I, of course, had a coach and that coach helped me create, you know, the content club and create the mission and the vision of the CEO Baker. And so we were getting super close to launching. And then I went on vacation and I went on vacation. This was 
in June for two weeks. And the thing is, like I, I mentioned earlier, we go on vacation a lot. And so my team is used to me going on vacation and they know what to do. They know how to handle things. However, I still normally handle a few things on my end. And as the owner, you're constantly worrying about all the things, right? So this was my first vacation, you guys, that I didn't worry about a thing when it came to the sure hut, like nothing. I had no worries in the world. My team got me. They got my back. They did everything. All I needed to do was process payroll and make sure they were paid. That was the only thing I had to do. My team handled everything. And so I remember leaving that vacation. So yes, June meaning we're, we're in September. June, July, August, September, like three months ago. Okay. So I left the vacation and well, during the vacation, I had told my husband and I was like, I think I'm done with the sugar hut. And he's like, what? And I said, yeah, I think I'm done. Like, I don't think I have the same passion for the sugar hut that I do for now this new business. Right. And so he was like, as always, he's like, okay, you know, whatever, whatever it is you want to do, you just tell me whatever you want to do. And that's what you're going to do. And so I said, okay, let me think about it. Let me think about it. And this being done with the sugar hut was something that was not new. (laughs) If you are a business owner, you probably know that you're constantly like, oh, I love this business. I hate this business. Right. And it's a constant like, freaking crazy roller coaster ride that you don't really even realize you signed up for and so of course there's been times where it's like oh do I want to continue doing this but the thing is it was different before and it was so different because I relied on the sugar hut I relied on the income that it had provided me I needed the sugar hut so as much as the sugar hut needed me I needed it But now, in June of 2021, because I had handled my shit and, you know, (laughs) focused on truly creating this time and financial freedom, I didn't necessarily need the sugar hut. I didn't need the income. However, I had such a good thing going on, you guys. I had like huge business growth. I have never experienced growth like this before. And we were on the path to consistent growth year after year. And some of you may look at this business. I mean, frick, I even looked at it and I was like, is this the right thing to do? Like, is this the right thing to leave a booming business? A business that just makes you money. A business that I don't even need to rarely work in. And I can still do whatever the heck I want. Like, is this the right thing to do? Like, I'm literally throwing away money. But I knew it in my heart. I knew that there was some type of purpose of me leaving this business that I had built. And I mean, I didn't really know exactly what it was going to be. And I still don't, right? This is still super fresh, you guys. 
But it was that same burning passion that I had in the beginning when I started the Sugar Hut. And it was just something that I, I, I knew I needed to do. And it was almost like a calling or I feel as though I was finally stepping into my purpose. And what happened was, I want to say that like, yeah, for maybe about a year, I was like, I mean, I wasn't thinking of ever closing the sugar hut, but I knew that I wasn't actively, you know, in it. I was just kind of running things behind the scene. And so when I got back from vacation, I immediately had a, what is that called? Like a meeting with my bakery manager and I had a meeting specifically with her because my employees know everything. (laughs) Like I said, I'm open. I share with them everything. They know our numbers. They know our growth. They know how much everything make like cost to make. Like that is the type of business I, I, I operate. I operate a business that is based on open communication. And so they know everything. They know how I feel, everything. And so I had a conversation with my bakery manager. And in fact, she was going to be the one that was going to take on the bakery in like a year to year and a half, right? When we started in like February, 2021. However, I had a conversation with her and I told her and I said, um, I'm just telling her name. You guys probably know her. And I said, Janet, I said, I think I'm done with the sugar hut. And she was like, what? But she knew it, you know, she kind of saw it coming. And I had told her like the story that I had told you guys just now about not doing a thing and it being freaking amazing. Like I could be so present um, in the present, right? And so we went over several different options to see, you know, we could... So here are our options. We could leave it the way it was and just take it month by month and see how it worked. Um, but for me, I wasn't that that option didn't sit comfortably because whatever I put out, whatever has my name attached to it, I need to know that it is done with my very best. And so I automatically knew (laughs) that I don't think I could because it's not going to be my best work. And I would hate to put anything out that wasn't my best. And then another option was we could sell it. And I was thinking, okay, we could sell it. We were looking at selling anywhere. It was going to be anywhere from 350 to 400,000 that we could sell our business. And I mean, That's great, right? That's great freaking money um, based on, you know, they have everything they need to run a business. It's basically turnkey. They have the customers. They have the clientele. They have the recipes. They have everything at their hands. And the thing is, is I cannot get, I couldn't let it go to anyone. I could not let it go to just anyone because my mission and my vision to serve my community, to deliver happiness and joy to my customers knowing that I had I have formed relationships with these customers that have been some eight years with the community with my employees and in fact that was what was holding me back for so long 
for not actually voicing out because I knew how it would impact my customers. And I, I, I didn't want that, right? I wanted to keep them happy. I knew how it would impact my employees. And I felt bad because they rely on my income that I, on the income that I pay for, pay them. But I knew that I had to focus. I had to make this, this decision based on myself. And that was why we had chosen to just close. And so it was a decision that we made in that same very meeting. And I was like, all right, Janet, let's pick a date. We chose a date. We told everyone else the next day. And I think we told the public, I told my brand ambassadors because they are so special to me um, a few days later. And then I think we told the public in two weeks. And it is now i'm recording this the day after the sugar had closed what is today's date i think it's september 6th i think maybe it's the fifth i don't know it's sunday and oh it's fifth because the sugar hut closed on the fourth and the sugar hut is closed like that chapter is done and I, yes, I do feel sad. It was really bittersweet. I thought I was going to be super emotional because, I mean, I have invested so much into the Sugar Hut and now it's closed, right? And it's not closed. Like I did this post, it's not closed due to COVID. It's not closed because, I don't know, we weren't thriving. We closed based on off of other reasons, right? And so it was so funny. I was cracking up yesterday because... You know, there was tons of customers coming in and I'm not there often, but I was there yesterday for a few hours at the end and, you know, they're just sharing their gratitude and like, thank you. I think the thing that hit me the most, the common theme that I consistently heard was thank you for being there for the community. Like, thank you for being a positive light in the community And you guys, that, like, (laughs) I just dropped my paper. That was everything. I didn't know that I was going to, you know, I didn't know that I would open a bakery and it was to be, to serve a community. That was not my purpose. My purpose was just basically to get this yumminess into people's tummy because I love to create it. I love to see the joy. I love to see their face light up, right? not realizing that we would be a positive light to this community. And so, yes, it is very sad. It's bittersweet because it's also all my customers are so happy too, happy for this new venture, happy for the CEO Baker, happy that I'm able to share, you know, everything that I've learned with other people, with other bakers, with other small businesses, with other entrepreneurs, But it was funny because we had a customer. I mean, it was constantly like, you know, I'm happy, but I'm so sad. You know, everyone would say they're so sad. They're so sad. They're so hurt. And I overheard one of my employees and he was like, why are you guys sad for? Like, Siobhan is freaking happy. Like, we're on to new adventures. And I was like, yes and amen. And so that's that. The Sugar Hut business is closed. I went in this morning. Well, last night we ended up we ended it with a pizza party because we're all like sweaty and sticky. You know what it is to work in a freaking bakery, right? And so I said, okay, let's celebrate another day. 
But for now, let's just enjoy some pizza, some conversation, and some drinks. And we did that yesterday with the team. It was amazing. It was fun. Um, I went in today with my family. We cleaned up some stuff. So basically, we're selling everything. Everything is being available for sale. So that is something that I am doing this week. Um, I've had... I don't even know how much customers, I want to say more than half has asked me if we were still like baking on the side. And I'm like, nope, we are hanging up our aprons. We are no longer baking. <laughs> this chapter has closed. Um, what was surprising is I also had a, a shit ton of people ask me for my recipes. So I was like, um, I'm sorry, we're not going to give out our recipes. Some of them I just ignored. But um, maybe I'll come up with a cookbook. I don't know. But for now, these recipes will be treasured and held with me until I can figure something out. And that is the end of this chapter. And you are watching the start of my next chapter, my next journey, which is the CEO Baker, where I am helping other bakers grow and operate and run a thriving bakery business or thriving baking business. It doesn't necessarily need to be a bakery. And it's because I know the struggle. I've been there. I've failed. I've, I've checked all the check marks. I've done it. And I know that there's an easier way. So there you have it. That is the story of the closure of the Sugar Hut. You got the 411 behind the scenes. And I love you folks. And I appreciate you folks for just spending the time listening to this story. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to the CEO Baker podcast. If you loved what you heard today, make sure you take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Tag me at the CEO Baker. It would mean so much if you take a minute to leave a review. While you're at it, don't forget to subscribe and come back every single week for more. For show notes, links, and other awesome resources, head to theceobaker.com slash podcast.